Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Paul I. Paps here, and this is great news. The Dan Pat Show podcast is now brought to you by White Castles. I grew up on the south side of Chicago, and we loved White Castles growing up. My dad used to bring them home. We used to go to my uncle's hockey games, and we'd stop by White Castle on the way home, and wolf those down. It was fantastic. From their original and cheese sliders to other meat options, including chicken, turkey, sausage, and the veggie options of black bean and veggie sliders, you get the same great taste you've come to expect from the restaurants at home in just about 60 seconds. Yeah, you can have them at home. No grocery shopping trip is complete without hitting the freezer aisle and grabbing some of our favorite White Castle sliders. Have them at home. Give them to your kids. If you can't be near a store, you can have them at home. Get a coupon today at www.whitecastle.com slash Dan. That's whitecastle.com slash Dan. Then pick up White Castle sliders in freezer aisles nationwide. You can't always be near a White Castle. You can't always drive there. But 24 hours a day, you can have them in your freezer. Keep them at home. Anytime you're hungry, you don't think, oh, man, remember the old days when Dad used to take me to White Castle? You can just fire them up. Whitecastle.com slash Dan. White Castle, easy to heat, fun to eat. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Well, that happened quickly. And a big surprise with Tom Brady, 845 Eastern. Social media. Tom Brady uses social media to announce that he is leaving the New England Patriots. We don't know where he's going. We just know where he's not going back to. The question is, will it be Tampa? Will it be the Chargers? Could it be somebody else? But welcome in. Gang's all here, ready to go. McLovin joining us via Skype. But uh, Seaton's here, Fritzy, Paulie, and yours truly here on the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, the usual, phone number 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow, and you can watch the program on youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show and listen on our great radio affiliates, numbering 362 around the country. So Tom Brady says that uh, thanks for the memories, but uh, I'm getting ready to leave. We don't know exactly where he'll go, but you start to look at the options We'll check in with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It feels like they're the ones hot and heavy on Tom Brady. But also, if this is a lifestyle decision by Tom Brady as well as football, then I would look strongly at the Chargers. Uh, setting up a production company, maybe you know, dipping his toe back into Hollywood a little bit, documentaries, he's already been doing a little bit of that. Also, his family, a home out there in Los Angeles. Do you want to go to Tampa? Tampa does have a lot of talent down there. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Also a quarterback-friendly coach in Bruce Arians. And then there's the Chargers with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, Hunter Henry, if they're able to keep him. Those are two really good options him for him football-wise. The question is, how much of this is a lifestyle change as well? LeBron James had a lifestyle change, but he also wants to win championships. I can't imagine Brady going someplace for a lifestyle change and not still wanting to win championships. You know, the TV 12 um, you know, that whole business plan and what he wants to do with that. So once uh, we figure that out, where Tom Brady is going to go, or at least we have an indication, uh, I thought he was going back to New England. I thought with what uh, Tennessee was doing with Ron Tannehill, uh, Oakland deciding that they weren't interested, San Francisco was not interested, Colts look like they're going to zero in on Phillip Rivers, and then it was going to come down to what's the market bear Tampa, I think, was going to be all in and make it interesting for the Patriots to try to re-sign him, and uh, maybe that's going to be the case. Maybe it's going to be Tampa Bay against the Chargers and trying to create a little bit of leverage. It felt like Brady was running out of leverage. Maybe he's got it. And the fact that Tennessee was using Brady for leverage with Ryan Tannehill was telling me a whole lot. But uh, Tom Brady to uh, say goodbye after 20 years, uh, pretty remarkable. 
and you wonder, could they have salvaged this? Did Brady see this happening a couple of years ago? And if you're the Patriots, you're a Patriot fan, did you want to see your team salvage this? Do you look at Bill Belichick and say, did he really want Tom Brady back? And, you know, I've, I've said before with Belichick, this is business. Brady treated this like it's business. It's personal. Hey, I'm going to say goodbye to you. But this is a business decision from him as well. And sometimes players get caught up in the, oh, woe is me, or you didn't respect me, you didn't like me, you don't need me. Tom Brady looked at this and probably said, hey, I want to do something else. I want to do it elsewhere. And to make a business decision after 20 years, and he's going to be turning 43 in August, good for him to be able to do that. I think once this is all said and done, and you're going to get some, maybe the backstory with this, you're going to really find out what was going on. They were trying to trade for DeAndre Hopkins. Not that Belichick's going to stop or say, oh, we'll only get DeAndre Hopkins if we have Tom Brady. We feel like or felt like every move they made had something to do with Tom Brady. Uh, you know, they've lost a couple of players. Kyle Van Noy uh, ends up going to the Miami Dolphins, one of their better defensive players. Were they going to have enough money for Tom Brady? What does Brady want? What's this salary going to be? Does he get fair market value? How important is that to him? But uh, Tom Brady, in a uh, lengthy social media tweet, uh, I, I won't read the whole thing. I'll just read the uh, last part of it. You open your heart to me, and I open my heart to you, and Pat's Nation will always be a part of me. I don't know what my football future holds, but it is time for me to open a new stage for my life and career. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I will always love you and what we have shared, a lifetime full of fun memories. So Tom Brady is out there on the open market, and the question is, he'll sign with Tampa, the Chargers, or other? Might as well start with that, with our poll question there. And uh, McLovin will do the honors. Do we have any other Tom Brady-related? So this is 20 minutes uh, in here, so we just got the news at 845. Yeah, McLovin. Do you think he's helping out his old friend Bill O'Brien by taking him out of the top story? In the news here? <laughs> uh, do you think that Bill O'Brien goes, hey, Tom, can you help me after the stupid trade that I just had? Uh, yeah, I'll do that for you, Coach. I'll say I'm leaving the Patriots. Yeah, maybe that'll do it. We'll talk about that trade coming up in a moment. There were a couple of moves that were made. Stephon Diggs didn't feel appreciated in Minnesota. Now, this has been brewing for a while. You're a, you're a run-oriented team. You feel like Kirk D. Cousins plays favorites with Adam Thielen, and now you want out. Okay. Well, you just went from a colder place, Minnesota, to Buffalo with a quarterback who's less accurate, and what could possibly go wrong with a situation like this? I like Diggs. He's a good receiver. He's a great deep threat, but I got a quarterback that's not that accurate. And Kirk Cousins is accurate, and you're at least playing indoors half of your games. But uh, DeAndre Hopkins going to Arizona kept thinking, wait, that's not the David Johnson who can't play football very well anymore, is it, that they got in return here? And Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien, the GM, just made it harder for Bill O'Brien, the coach, because you start to look at that and you go, DeAndre Hopkins is 27. He's been first-team All-Pro the last three years. That doesn't happen. And a second-round draft pick. Like, wait a minute here. What am I missing? You didn't get a first-round pick for Jadavion Clowney. Laramie Tunsil is going to... God. You start to look at these moves and you go, you're making it tougher. Somebody likened uh, the AFC South to a mid-major. 
Like it's it's like the MAC, you know, in football. It's it's not a great conference, but it's a good conference. It's a competitive conference. But man, what are you doing here? Like you can you can win this division for the next five years if you wanted to with a couple of smart moves, but. Trying to figure that out with Bill O'Brien and what he just did with DeAndre Hopkins. And I get it. DeAndre Hopkins was, as a scout told me last night, P-I-A, pain in the ass. That, that's any, you know, Bill O'Brien has a short fuse. And if he doesn't like you, then he's not going to like you. And apparently they were looking for somebody to take DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, I was told last night, was going to be traded. Didn't know where. He was going to be traded, and it turns out he ends up with Arizona. And we'll we'll talk to Sean Salisbury. He does a radio show in Houston. He unloaded on uh, Bill O'Brien with this deal. What other poll questions, McLovin? We were debating what was the worst move yesterday. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins' uh, trade was the leader. Uh, one person uh, on Twitter said the Byron Jones getting so much money. Another said the Niners giving away uh, DeForest Buckner uh, after – or the Niners giving away him, or the other team taking him and paying him so much. Those are the three that we've been tweeted about. Is there a move that sticks out as really bad to you? Well, I think the, the Hopkins does. You know, I don't know if the Colts go, boy, we need Buckner because we got to stop uh, Derrick Henry. Like I, I, You know, the Ravens started to build up their interior line a little bit. It feels like there's a, hey, we got to uh, stop Derrick Henry at some point during the season. But I don't know if that was... You know, the reason why they did that, you know, Buckner's a really good player. It just felt like the Colts needed something else. And you're giving away a first-round draft pick, and you can certainly use another wide receiver there. And you don't even know what your quarterback situation is. So I was I was surprised at that, that San Francisco gave gave up on him. But also the Colts, that's what they felt. And they're paying top dollar for him. And Jones with the Dolphins, he already had the two highest-paid corners in the game right now. They're loading up on defense. And Kyle Van Noy as well. Yeah, Paul. I, I just got an email from a buddy of mine who is hardcore Patriots fans, lives and dies with the Patriots. He woke up this morning, and he checks his social media, and the, he got up just a few minutes ago, and he sees Tom Brady's post. And Tom Brady, the headline of his first post is, Forever a Patriot. So my buddy doesn't have his glasses on. He's like, oh, this is fantastic. Forever a Patriot. He's staying. He's signing. He, and he starts reading. He's like, well, what was what, what, what? Well, you see the headline, Forever a Patriot, you think, he's staying. This guy has his head in the oven right now. I always read from the bottom up. If somebody sends in <laughs> fan mail, if there's a tweet, like I always go to the bottom because that'll tell me everything I need to know. I usually read the, read the last line, and if you read that last line, uh, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I will always love you and what we share, what we have shared, a lifetime full of fun memories. Uh, so that's Tom Brady's social media, and that was at 845 Eastern. So that changed things a little bit here. Now what are the Chargers doing if they don't get Tom Brady? What's Tampa do if they don't get Tom Brady? Is there a mystery team out there? I was told last week there were three teams at the most involved with Tom Brady. One was New England, and uh, we knew Tampa, and I assumed it was the Chargers, but you know, I was told that you know there could be a mystery team in there. Uh, Jeff Darlington has talked about that, the ESPN reporter, that there was a mystery team in there. Okay. We're going to find out. Ali Ali income free. Yes, Eden. On St. Patrick's Day? He did that to Boston on St. Patrick's Day? Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. Tommy. What are you doing? The bars are closed. On St. Patrick's Day in the middle of a pandemic, you do this? Oh, they're going to be drinking. That's for sure. <laughs> if they weren't allowed to go out drinking, they're going to drink. McLovin, yes. I have a hot poll question. We might get the hot shot, and it's off something you said pre-show. If you're the Bucks, 
Who do you want, Teddy or Tommy? Oh, uh, if you think you can win right now, then I understand Brady. I just I don't understand the fascination of bringing him in. The Chargers need him for relevancy. I don't. I mean, the Chargers always feel like they're on the verge of being great, but they somehow you know mess it up. Uh, Tampa Bay, I think, is probably two years away. So I would probably look at Teddy Bridgewater in a situation like that. But that's because I, I think if you find somebody who gives you stability, I don't know how long Brady is going to be able to play for and play at a reasonable level there. But you got a lot of weapons there, and that defense is good in Tampa Bay, and I've already christened them a playoff team. So if he goes there or Bridgewater goes there, I think they're a playoff team. Chargers, what's plan B here? Tyrod Taylor? And then you draft somebody, which is, that would be the route I would take unless I go, boy, we're desperate to have people come watch us play in the new stadium. Then you bring in Tom Brady. But that might set you back a little bit here. Do you, do you use that top draft pick on somebody who can help you now if you bring in Brady? Like Brady's going to get there and go, what are we going to do with that top 10 pick? Oh, uh, we're going to use it on a quarterback because he's probably going, well, why don't we use it on an offensive lineman? Why don't we use it on a wide receiver? Whatever it might be, Brady would probably want to make sure that they understood that. You know, hey, I'm going to go there. What are you doing with that sixth overall pick? Because they say, hey, we're going to take Justin Herbert. Can you teach him how to play the position? He might not be too keen on that. What else do you have? McLovin? Okay, if you're the Bears, I'll give you these choices. Mitchell Trubisky, Teddy Bridgewater, Andy Dalton. Uh, for who? Well, they can make a move. They could trade for Dalton closer to the draft. They could try and sign Bridgewater, which seemed to be happening yesterday. Or they could stick with Trubisky and just maybe sign a backup or maybe not. Now that Mariota's off the uh, market. Yeah Mariota, yeah, Mariota ended up going to the Raiders, which I would have taken a chance on Mariota. I still think there's an upside there. Uh, I just think he got he played kind of skittish, uh, not scared, but he played conservative, and you know he won a Heisman by not playing that way. Um, if I'm if I'm New England, I don't think Jared Stidham is the answer for a team that is built to be winning now. Um, so is Cam Newton going to be available? Jameis Winston, I was told last night. Could you imagine Jameis Winston with Bill Belichick? And I said no. They said well. If you had some good coaching, I said he had Bruce Arians. How is it Bruce Arians, the quarterback whisperer, and now all of a sudden he'll change when he goes to New England there? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is a possibility. I don't know. I, I think New England, we wondered about plan B, but when Tom Curran joined us, he covered the Patriots, and he said plan B is, if they don't get Tommy, is uh, Jared Stidham. And I, I guess they've seen enough where they go, okay, He's going to be our guy if we lose him. But, uh, you know, th- that's as fascinating as where Brady's going. You know, that, that side of this was what Belichick is going to do. All right, so uh, what poll question are we going to go with? Okay, so I already put up where will Tom Brady end up, the Chargers, the Bucks, or other? Okay, yeah, Paul. Here's a little tidbit for you. In case Tom Brady does join the Chargers, the Chargers host the Patriots this year, 2020. Nice. 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 Do uh, does Tampa? They do not. They do not connect. Okay. All right. So that's a poll question. We'll uh, check in with Sean Salisbury. I was going to have Sean on to talk about DeAndre Hopkins and uh, that move, but uh, now that Brady has decided he's not going back to New England, what place makes the most sense? And that's the poll question. Where do you think he's going to go? Bucks, Chargers, 
or other, now that we know that other is not the New England Patriots. we got a play of the day, stat of the day. Uh, we got uh, Meet Friday songs that we'll bring to you as well. Happy St. Patty's Day, by the way. We'll take a break. Coming up on 16 after the hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Bet Online still has hundreds of places to wager. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, all open 24 hours a day and all online. If you're into entertainment, you can still bet on American Idol, the elections, the spelling bee, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Be sure to use promo code PODCAST1 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. On your first deposit, bet online with your full access wagering solution. My good friend Ross Tucker just tweeted, Tom Brady news is why the Bears couldn't add a quarterback yesterday despite trying to leverage the situation. Teddy Bridgewater and uh, Andy Dalton both want to be the next starting quarterback of the Patriots. Interesting. Uh, Just had a source say, what if the Patriots told Tom that they were moving on from him? Because Tom says he doesn't know where he's going. And my source said, has anybody looked at the side of this that the Patriots said to Tom, we're moving in a different direction? No. I, look, we're going to eventually get the backstory to this, but uh, that's what a source who uh, is plugged in with this kind of information said. Maybe Brady found out where you know he's not going to be, and maybe that's why he says, "I don't know where I'm going, but I'm I'm not going to be going back to New England." Yeah, Paul. That would make sense if you see the the reports that are credible. Tom Curran last week said they had one phone call and it didn't go well. Brady and Belichick. And Jeff Darling reported that there was no negotiations going on over the past three weeks. Yeah. There could be, I mean, that could be the story. That's why Brady says, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what he would be waiting for right now. But I, you know, I did say that, you know, Andy Dalton would be a possibility for the Patriots a couple of weeks ago. And maybe Teddy Bridgewater would be that kind of quarterback as well. Yeah, Paul. You know who else would make a lot of sense for the Patriots? <laughs> Reaching out to Andrew Luck. Kick the tires. Hmm. But don't the Colts still own him? Don't they own his rights in perpetuity? Does that make sense, McLovin, that the Colts still own Andrew Luck's rights? Absolutely. And, you know, the Colts-Patriots probably wouldn't trade because of the history, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, that could be true. Well, there's there's no way the Colts would go, hey, we want to help you out. We're going to give you uh, Andrew Luck, or the rights to Andrew Luck. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at show. I'm curious if we did a poll question. We'll wait for the second hour with the Patriots 2020 quarterback. Will be Teddy Bridgewater, Andy Dalton, Jared Stidham, or other. But that'll be second hour here, getting ahead of myself here. But uh, Tom Brady announced at uh, 845 Eastern on uh, all the social media platforms that he's not coming back to New England. Would you think that Belichick and and you know, Robert Kraft said he was not going to be involved in this. That was the one that made me a little bit nervous with my prediction that he was going to go back there. But uh, 
you know, the fact that Belichick treats this as a business decision. And I think they were curious what the open market would bring for Tom Brady. If he was shopping himself out there, and maybe that kind of solidified, reinforced what the Patriots thought. Maybe they wanted to move on with Tom Brady. Sean Salisbury, Sports Talk 790 in Houston, their morning drive host, former NFL quarterback. I was going to have you on to talk about the DeAndre Hopkins deal, but let me, let me ask you about Tom Brady. What do you think happened here? You know what, Dan, it's, and we don't have any sports to talk about, do we? Good gracious. Um, you know what, Dan, I think that in, it got down to, if you're Brady, you're waiting to walk into Bill's office and have him make you an offer, meaning what kind of players are you going to supply me, what are our chances to continue the Super Bowl type of run, and what are you going to pay me? And you may, I, I heard you, he's one of the very few, unlike the guy here, Bill O'Brien, who makes decisions not on emotions but what he thinks. And every time, whether it's Lawyer or Malloy, and even Brady's not immune to it, Malloy, Ty Law, Richard Seymour, all those guys, when he thinks that, okay, your time's about up no matter who you are. I think Tom wanted an offer that he couldn't refuse. And I think Bill, at this point in time, without emotion being involved, wanted to move on and made him an offer he could refuse. And that's why Brady today made the announcement. I think he was waiting for them to grasp him and hug him. And I don't think so. And I think Bill, when he goes up with his press conference, is going to do what he does. This is it is. Tom did good. We'll move on. <laughs> and you won't see one ounce of emotion in it. Honest to God, 19 years later, it's shocking. Yeah. It's going to be weird. But if it happens to Rice and Joe Montana, it can happen to Tom Brady. Where do you think he'll end up? Dan, for me, and I know the best situation, really, if you're, if you're the Colts, let me just throw this out there. And I know Frank Reich and Phillip Rivers and they're, they're, how they've been together. But if you're the Colts, and you love Phillip Rivers, why wouldn't you love Tom Brady? you got wide receivers. you got weapons. you got an offensive line where Tom doesn't have to move. His offensive line will let him set his feet in the pocket and deliver. Mechanically, the best guy we've ever had at quarterback. They can run the ball efficiently. Good play caller, good front office, got money. Went and got themselves some help up front so they're stout on the defensive line. Still got some draft picks and collateral. they got money to pay Tom Brady. If you love Phillip Rivers and you want a veteran, why wouldn't you at least entertain the offer or the opportunity of Tom Brady? He's better than Phillip Rivers. And then, well, there's Bruce Arians, who'd be fun to work with, but they're not Super Bowl ready, although he'd have weapons. The Chargers, you still got to deal with Mahomes. The Raiders, John Gruden falls. Heck, John Gruden loved me one second and wants Brady the neck. He falls in and out of love with quarterback, so maybe Brady. And then I am still not, for just for the hell of it, I'm still not ruling out that the San Francisco 49ers trades doing it, weapons with that trade, getting a, you know another first-round draft pick. i got to believe they're at least going to talk to Tom, even though it's probably crazy. But the best situation for him as it stands, there's no questions the Indianapolis Colts. The question is, how interested are they in him? Yeah, I wondered about that, that you play half your game indoors. You've got a good offensive line. You like the coach. He's a former quarterback. And you've got some weapons there. Your defense is pretty good. I, I get that, and you're right. If you're gonna if you're gonna take a flyer on Philip Rivers, then why not at least do a drive by on Tom Brady? The Chargers part of this, I understand with the weapons there, and maybe that's the lifestyle part of this that he's he's mentioned in his tweet. Uh, Tampa Bay, I I think Tampa Bay is sneaky good, but I just Agreed. I I just don't know because you know we don't know what the Falcons are. Carolina's in a rebuild. You're still gonna have to deal with the Saints there, but you know Tampa could be a playoff team with the right quarterback there, and you got a lot of weapons there. But, you know, you start to troubleshoot this for Brady, and um, 
It feels like the Chargers make the most sense for everything that he's talking about, reading between the lines. And that right, it, and, his, yeah, and the production yeah. company, all those things to move West closer to where, where, where he grew up, even though it was Northern California. Dan, you make a good mention about Tampa with those weapons. And Bruce Arians is great, not just good, great with quarterbacks. And part of Tom's criteria is to be work with a coach, and I don't know if this was a dig that he could actually work with at this point in time. And Bruce would love it. You know, supposedly they and the Chargers have already made $30 million kind of offers to Tom Brady. But it would seem logical to go west. And the Chargers, and the one thing that does Tom think that he can get through Kansas City and Mahomes, they do have weapons. Hunter Henry, if he's healthy, they've got some players, Keenan Allen. The question is, will they shore that offensive lineup so he can set his feet? So all of them have a strength. But there's also weaknesses. But what's Brady always done, Dan? He's always taken the weakness and made it better. And the question is, in Tampa or Los Angeles with the Chargers, can he? He'll have options. I think they're more limited than he thought. But Tom Brady's going to make an impact. I cannot believe we're sitting here talking about today <laughs> that Tom Brady is going to be playing somewhere else. It's, it's absolutely it, it, it's baffling to me. But you know what? Now New England's got to go on the hunt. Wouldn't it be funny if Jimmy Garoppolo ended up back there for a second-round pick? Yeah, I just don't see that happening. And it's maybe not going to happen. I, I, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I, I think I thought Andy Dalton all along was sort of a safeguard. And if you if you got Teddy Bridgewater, great. If you know, I just don't know enough about Jared Stidham other than what I saw when he was in college. But then right. most guys who are in the NFL look pretty good in college. Uh, we're talking to Sean Salisbury, Sports Talk 790, Houston Morning Drive host, and, of course, former NFL quarterback. The DeAndre Hopkins deal to Arizona. How's this playing locally? Horrible. Dan, it, it is. I've tried over the since Bill's been here. I'm one of the, I know how hard it is for those guys to coach, and, 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 and it's difficult. I've tried to almost, I don't want to say champion his cause, but defend him a little bit. Dan, I cannot, there, there, you could give me a million bucks today. I can't defend this trade. When I heard about this yesterday, my head, first of all, exploded. Fortunately, I got it back before I came on with you. <laughs> but they, they made no – what you're doing is how do you stand up in front of your team and say we got better? You've got a superstar quarterback who's a sacred cow. You made him worse. You didn't improve any weakness. David Johnson is a guy, and you traded that guy, who is the best football player consistently on the Texans, and that's including Watson right now is DeAndre Hopkins, Hall of Famer. You, you, you don't have a number one receiver. You have two of those guys that are two of the three receivers in Stills and Will Fuller that spend a lot of time watching from the sidelines. Potential for Will Fuller, yes, but doesn't play a full season. And you got rid of your best football player, and you got a fourth, a second, and you, you got a, an aging running back. It's not David Johnson's fault, but he's a guy that he's a guy. Dan, think about this. If you woke up this morning and I told you Michael Thomas and the Saints – traded Michael Thomas in a fourth-round pick to the Texans for Duke Johnson and a second-round pick, and they threw in a fourth-rounder. What would you do? You'd think they, they, you call in the National Guard, right? <laughs> Those are the two best receivers in the league. That's what this is. Yeah. You lost respect to players. You cut off the fan. You, you basically cut the knees off of a franchise, and he's already been one of those guys that people have not liked here. I think Bill O'Brien, the respect factor, he's not going to be able to stand in front of that team and tell them they got better. He can't handle a really, really good player that's opposition that maybe doesn't get along with. You mentioned emotion. Bill Belichick doesn't act on emotion. 
Bill O'Brien does, yet he doesn't want his players to. Bill O'Brien lost a lot of respect, I think, in that locker room yesterday. This is as bad a trade as this city's ever seen football-wise. Yeah, you know, I, I saw this on Bleacher Report. Mike Tanier writes the Texans have to address Bill O'Brien's situation. Bill O'Brien is a stagger, staggeringly terrible general manager. He's also an awful head coach, as illustrated by many of his suspect decisions in the Texans blowing a 24-point lead to lose to the Chiefs in the AFC Divisional Round. Despite his shortcomings as a game planner, play caller, O'Brien has a 52-44 and 44 head coaching record and has led the Texans to the playoffs four times in six years. But I just I, – I don't know what the rationale is. Will he hold a press conference and talk about this? No. It'll be a while, Dan. He'll let it clear. And if he does, it'll be – I said I'm not going to discuss a guy's personal or my relationship with DeAndre Hopkins uh, or what – he'll, he'll go through that. Here's the thing, Dan. Normally when you run these things by – you run them by an owner – with Cal McNair, who's to blame on this also. Bill's got so much power in this organization. He's a, he walked up those steps, in my opinion, and what's done, and said, here's what we're doing, not do you approve of this trade. See, what Bill O'Brien, the coach, should have done is punch the general manager right in the face. The problem is he'd have to do it in the mirror because <laughs> it's the same guy. And so imagine this, Dan, if Bill was a coach somewhere else where he didn't have power, and he was told that this trade was going down. Wouldn't he walk into the general manager and owner's office and say, what are you doing? So, yes, while he's won games, the, see, Dan, the, the, when you've got a quarterback like Watson, it's not just to get to the playoffs. It's to get deep and to be able to play in February. He's lost a lot of respect, and he's been questioned as a play caller and a coach. He's got too much power, and unfortunately, power, ego, and narcissistic attitudes ruin relationships, ruin businesses, and ruin football teams. He is the most despised man in this town right now. Let me ask you about the Cowboys situation with Dak Prescott. Of Amari Cooper got paid. Zeke Elliott got paid. There are a lot of guys who got paid. And Dak Prescott is sitting there going, wait a minute here. I know he's getting fair market value. In fact, I think what he's being offered is fair to his talent level. That he is, He's not Russell Wilson. He, he's, he's not the Super Bowl winning quarterback. But he's going to make more than Jared Goff is or Carson Wentz. That seems to be fair market value. So where do you stand on the Cowboys with Dak Prescott? You know, Dan, and I've said it on your show, I think, when I said I felt last year, I, I felt he was underappreciated or underrated. And I think that he needed to put up numbers to prove to people he wasn't just a guy who threw it 24 times and had to have a great running game for him to succeed statistically. Well, he did. Now the next level is him for, to win, for him to win and to carry teams when, okay, you know, when, when the running back's out or the wide receiver's a little banged up or the defense, I'm with you. The, the offer they made seems, at least on the surface, appears to me, seems to be pretty good. But you know what, Dan? He's at a position that's obviously premium. He isn't going anywhere. You put the franchise tag on him and think what the salary cap with the CBA is going to happen. It's going to go up. He's going to make $35 bucks, Dan. Yeah. He just is. Now, are people going to say he's overpaid? Probably. But that's what we do. Listen, take, did you, look at the, the Titans and what they paid Tannehill. It, the, the twenty million is not the norm anymore. Twenty-eight to thirty million is. So I'm with you on the value, but he's looking at it, saying, "What's your option, dude? What is your option, Jerry?" He will eventually get paid, and it'll be a lot. And for a minute, he'll be the highest-paid quarterback in NFL history until the Mahomes or until Watson comes around. But I agree with you. But you know what, Dan? You're worth what you can negotiate, and the Cowboys are not going to let him go. He will be the starting quarterback for the Cowboys, and he will get paid whether it's this year or when the franchise tag is done. He's going to be making close to $35 million or more 
over the course of a contract, and a lot of it's going to be guaranteed. Great to talk to you, bud. Thanks for joining us, Sean. Always great to be on with you, brother. Thank you. Enjoy. That's Sean Salisbury, Morning Drive host on Sports Talk 790, former NFL quarterback. Robert Kraft said to Mike Reese of ESPN, quote, Tommy initiated contact last night and came over. We had a positive, respectful discussion. It's not the way I want it to end, but I want him to do what is best in what is is in his best personal interest. After 20 years with us, he has earned that right. I love him like a son. Yes, he. So it was Kraft that broke it to Tommy. Is that what that means? I don't know if Tommy came over to be respectful to Robert Kraft to say that he was leaving. I, I, I'm just going by what I'm told this morning by a source. Don't be surprised if the Patriots said to Tom, we're moving on. That, that, that's what I'm being told this morning. Uh, but I think he could have – I think either way he was going over to talk to Robert Kraft and just, you know, they were going to be able to talk to each other face-to-face. You'll notice Belichick probably uh, not involved in this conversation. Yes, he – but it says here, according to this, that Kraft said, I want him to do what's best for his personal interest. Yeah. So does that mean that Tom walked away or they kicked him to the curb? Both. Well, he might have said, hey, this is what I need or, that you know, you know, this is the amount of money. I, I don't know what Robert Kraft would uh, be. What would be the deterrent where he goes, how do Tom, I want to make this work. How can I make this work? You can't change Bill Belichick's personality. No matter how powerful you are, you're not changing his personality. And Tom, I think, wanted to be loved, respected. And I, I guess after a while, he just says, look, I'm, I'm going to get out of this. I, I, I want to go and have fun the last couple of years I can play football. I'm going to do something where it's a new challenge for me. Um, hey, maybe I get more credit. Hey, maybe I get more blame here. Uh, maybe I go to Los Angeles. Uh, lifestyle change. I don't know. Yeah, he, he probably just got to the point where he said, you know what, that's enough. Let me go, let me go where I, I, I want to be needed, wanted, respected. Yeah, Paul. And, and you had to think that the Patriots know, knew last night who the next quarterback is, whether it's Stidham or Stidham and somebody else, which is be, that's to be fascinating to find out is who do they have a deal in place with? Well, they can't go into the regular season with Jared Stidham, I think, as their only quarterback there. I don't know if they have another quarterback on the roster, but, I mean, you really need to have a veteran in there. If you can get Teddy Bridgewater in there, that's pretty good. You've done pretty well. Even Andy Dalton will be, you know, a nice placeholder there. I, I, I haven't seen enough from Stidham that I would go, okay, I'm going to turn the team over to him. Not that Belichick would turn the team over to him, but you're going to put him in there as your starting quarterback there. So, Fascinating, and I think at some point, you know, this information will start to leak out that maybe Tom went in and asked for $35 million, or maybe he wanted a three-year deal. Uh, maybe he wanted the stadium to be named after him. Who knows? But if you throw it out there and they decided, hey, you know what? You need to do what's best for you, Tom, because we can't accommodate you. Ted in Tampa joins us. Ted, how you feeling today? Hey, I'm great. Uh, four years Division One football. Uh, 30 years in Army Special Operations. Uh, hey, Dan, uh, don't want to bust your bubble, but Tom's not going to come to Tampa. And the reason isn't because of the target. And the reason and the reason is not because of the defense. Tackle to tackle. If you look at uh, the efficiency ratings on NFL Central, the Bucks had uh, the offensive line tackle to tackle have finished at the bottom, the bottom six in the entire league the last six years in a row. 
That's the entire Jameis Winston error. So, uh, and the left tackle, please pull up some uh, Bucks tapes and have the Danettes watch them. The left tackle is the worst in the league. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Ted. Not going to be pulling up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers efficiency charts here. Stand down, Ted. But uh, look at the Chargers. Their offensive line is, you know, parentally bad with uh, – now, they did make a trade a couple of weeks ago, and I wondered about that, but, uh, you know, were they trying to reinforce that line? Because I think statistically the Chargers' offensive line with quarterback pressures and sacks has not been very good over a long period of time. But you do have weapons there as well. Whatever scenario you're going into, it's not a perfect scenario. Whether it's the Chargers or Tampa Bay, it's not a perfect scenario. But he's got to look at it and say, which one do I think I can thrive in? Can I make it better? Which one will I feel more at home here? I don't know how he doesn't know where he's going. That, that to me, is the surprising part of this. Hey, I don't know where I'm going. I just know, no, I'm, I know I'm not going back there. When did you get to that point? Where was the realization? How did this crystallize where you go, you know what, I'm not going back there. I get the feeling with those who know Brady, he wasn't going back there. Tom Curran said, I'll bet you anything you want to bet a couple of weeks ago. Tom is not going back there. Jeff Darlington said he's not. Now, now this is from Brady's side of the equation here. Jeff Darlington bet Paulie that, that uh, you know, for charity, that Brady was not going back. So Brady had already made up his mind, I'm not going back. Maybe that's why there were really no negotiations here. Maybe out of respect, Robert Kraft meets with Tom. But it feels like Brady had already made up his mind. If you made up your mind that you're not going back, I feel like you've made up your mind where you're going to. Because you don't want to go, I'm not going back to the Patriots. And then all of a sudden, you know, the Chargers say, we're all in on Justin Herbert. Uh, Tampa Bay says, we're going to get Teddy Bridgewater. And then what's Tom Brady going to do? Tom Brady knows where he's going. Has to. How would the guy who is so prepared go, hey, I don't know where I'm going. I'm just not going back to New England. I don't believe that for a second. That position is all about preparation. And he was as good as anybody who's ever done it. And now you get to this and you don't know? He knows where he's going. Take a break. Play of the day. More phone calls coming up. And we'll check in with the Buccaneers coming up in a little bit as well. Back after this. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's Geico Easy. Visit Geico.com today, Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Oh, my God. The play of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Good luck, Magnus. 
That's courtesy of Simple's Living Alaska. And that's your Iditarod. That's our play of the day. You wanted live sports. Yeah. I got live sports. The Iditarod is... Do you have an update for me on the Iditarod? Waiting for you to ask, Dan. Thomas Warner is in the lead. Just a couple days left. Brent, the Sass Master Sass in second. Mitch Stevie, the legend, in third place. My guy, Lev Schwartz. Schwartzy? <laughs> oh. He's in 24th place, but that's not that bad. He's a slow starter. Classic slow starter. Yeah, he's smarted the bed so Schwartzy. far, though. Play of the day brought to you by Tacovas. Tacovas boots are handmade with full-grain leathers, world-class boot makers. Tacovas cuts out the middleman, sells directly to you at amazing prices. Shipping returns exchanges are free and easy. Visit tacovas.com slash dp. Tacovas Western Goods for new frontiers. I right, uh, just got this from a source. When I said, um, could the Patriots have told Tom that they were moving on from him? My source says, very probable. I talked to my friend there yesterday, and it was business as usual. And in the end, they probably made a business decision. We don't know the gory details yet, but uh, the fact that some reporters, Mike Reese of ESPN, Tom Kern of NBC Boston, Spoke to Robert Kraft either last night or today, and he said that Tom initiated the contact to come over and talk, and then they decided what was best for Tom in best interest of Tom. Well, I don't know who decided what was in the best interest for Tom, because it feels like if you're listening to the people on Brady's side of this, he had made up his mind a while ago that he was not coming back. But did he make up his mind a while ago because – the Patriots had made up their mind a while ago as well. And you're not going to get Belichick's side of this, I don't think, but you will get Brady's side of this, and that will be interesting because if you're Brady, you don't want to be told they don't want you back. You know, somebody's going to be the bad guy in this, in, in New England, because if you're a fan, you're going, wait, did Belichick and uh, Kraft not want him back? Did Tom not want to come back? Because you wake up this morning, you're going, wait a minute, what just happened here? And why now? Yeah, Paul. Do you remember what Ross Tucker said when he was on our show yesterday? He said, after Brady decides to, to leave, if he leaves, the next week will be spent deciding who made the call to leave, whose decision it was, who moved on from whom. Spinning. Spinning it. Absolutely. There was other football news yesterday. We talked a lot about the Dallas Cowboys, and they paid Amari Cooper five years, $100 million. And now you have Dak Prescott, who's been franchise tagged. I... I don't want to say what somebody is worth, but when you look at these situations here with Dak Prescott, you got extra value because you're the Cowboys quarterback. And he, he, I know he understands that. He made a lot of money off the field. You're going to make money as the Cowboys quarterback, more than any other quarterback in the NFL, more than any other position in sports. Being the starting quarterback for the Cowboys will bring in added revenue for you, personal income. And if you get $33 million and you have that, for, if you want three years, three years, $100 million for Dak Prescott, you make it guaranteed, you're still going to make great money. And then in those three years, you get back into the market, which to me would be what I would want to do. If I'm Dak Prescott, like how much do I go? I want $35 million. I got to have $35 million. You're already going to make more than Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. You're not better than Carson Wentz. You're better than Jared Goff. You're not Russell Wilson. You're not Aaron Rodgers. You're not a lot of these quarterbacks here. You're a good quarterback. And I think what the Cowboys are offering is fair market value. Get whatever you can get. If he gets 35, great. Was it worth it? 
Is it going to be worth it with your team and players they can keep and not keep? Patrick Mahomes is going to go through this as well. Deshaun Watson will go through this as well. But if I'm Dak Prescott, I would love peace of mind that I got three years guaranteed and I'll be back on the market in three years. If you believe in yourself, you got an offensive line, Amari Cooper is back, you know, you get a better tight end in there. Randall Cobb just signed with the Texans, I believe. You know, so you've got some moves that you have to make. But Dak Prescott uh, right now with just that one-year deal, franchise tag. All right, a few more deals to talk about, and we'll check in with the Buccaneers. Coming up. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify, and it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcast. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening. 